One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello Buglers, welcome to Top Stories. It's Nish Kumar here and in December 2019 I was hitting the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Uh, I joined uh, Andy and Alice to explain exactly what happened when I performed at the Lord's Taverners Christmas show uh, in 2019. Spoiler alert, it went very badly. Um, this was recorded uh, pretty much a couple of days after it had happened. Um, and if you want to hear the full story uh, and the story of what happened next, uh, you can do that by downloading my stand-up special, which is available on my website, nishkumar.co.uk. It's called Your Power, Your Control, and it basically picks up where this top story uh, leaves off. I actually haven't heard this um since it happened so i'm very excited um 
to hear what I sound like uh, at that exact moment uh, for reasons that uh, only became apparent to me much later and uh, will become apparent to you if you download Your Power, Your Control from nishkumar.co.uk. Available now wherever you are in the world. Um, look, let's just go. Let's go through a blow-by-blow account okay, of this. Right. So basically, uh, it's a, a cricket-themed charity lunch. I think absolutely fine. Uh, I uh, go out in front of the audience uh, to say that the audience were uh, very white would be a lie. Uh, they were, in fact, extremely red. And <laughs> I will say, it is to their credit that so many of the crowd were such big fans of cricket that they came dressed as the ball. <laughs> uh, I go on stage, I do five minutes, that goes quite well. But you didn't hear about that on the news. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much sympathy I have for the captain of the Titanic. Nobody ever <laughs> talks about how much fun all the pre-iceberg stuff was. They were just doing <laughs> Irish jigs and being trapped in the entrenched class system. It was a great laugh. Uh, so after the first few minutes... Okay, I think jokes... I'll be making a film about your gig in <laughs> yeah. nine, 80 years' time. Kumar will go on. Uh, well, at least until the bread roll start flying. Uh, so then after the first five minutes, it all went fine. I made a joke about Brexit, very poorly received, and... Uh, for a group of people who I think would regard Pepper as being a bit much, the atmosphere turned quite spicy. <laughs> I then thought, well, I'll make a joke about Boris Johnson. That'll help. Now, at this point, if we're continuing the Titanic analogy, that is the equivalent of the captain of the Titanic seeing the iceberg and saying, I'll tell you what, lads, I think we can go straight through this. <laughs> uh, the um, It got worse when I decided to make a joke about Jacob Reese, mogg and Theresa May. The atmosphere continued to turn, uh, and then I tried to salvage it. Bear in mind, this was how I thought I would get out of jail, uh, by saying, and this is a direct quote, this is what happens when I perform for an audience largely comprised of people who colonise my ancestors. <laughs> so, just so smooth those troubles. Things are really going from bad to worse um, at this point. Uh, then a man who was dressed in a red coat who looks like someone who stands behind the Queen while she has to apologise for something appalling one of her children has done that week, ushered me off stage uh, and said, and I, you know, I've been, you know, taken off stage a number of different ways. Never before have I been removed from stage with the phrase, now is the time for the raffle. <laughs> Um, also, at some point during the gig, Shakespeare, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Exit, pers- yes, exit pursued by raffle. <laughs> uh, at, uh, at some point over the course of the gig, uh, someone had thrown a bread roll at me, which is why the headlines have been <laughs> "comedian pelted by bread rolls," <laughs> whereas in fact, one bread roll p rolled near me because an, uh, Andy, you'll that's notice- the actual quote: "Exit pursued by bread." Yeah. <laughs> But, Andy, you'll know this, uh, a lot of the audience are comprised of people who played cricket within the English cricketing system in the 1970s and 80s. And, Andy, you'll also know this, uh, English cricket in the 1970s and 80s was f***ing shit. And as such, the ball ball failed to get within the vicinity of my postcode. (laughs) If I was standing in my batting stance, left-handed batting stance, that ball would have gone for four down fine leg. Um, And, anyway, I got taken off stage. They were all very upset. Uh, and then a uh, video of the gig was uh, taken by someone who was there, a disgruntled man, uh, whose name I will not be saying, even though I do know it, and he knows what he did. Uh, he then passed it straight to the uh, the Telegraph, uh, and it was then picked up by um, Piers Morgan uh, the next day and various uh, right-wing provocateurs, which is a polite name for f***ing godless c- 
Uh, Morgan, Julia Hartley Brewer, Katie Hopkins. And uh, then it wasn't so much that the shit hit the fan, it's that the shit was launched from a special shit-firing cannon into an industrial shit-spreading fan. Uh, I now have a controversy section on my Wikipedia page, like disgraced presidents and sex offenders. And uh, I've spent the, the, the last sort of 24 hours fielding a variety of, uh, shall we say, tense correspondence uh, <laughs> from people on the internet, uh, including uh, one which I, I was going to read out, but I think probably I won't read it out, just because it requires a an absolute, f- like, phalanx of trigger warnings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but does conclude with the phrase, I've reported your remarks to the police. And to that person I say, took a play of that game. <laughs> um, look, I, what have I learned from this? Uh, I've learned uh, a couple of different things. Uh, one, I spend a lot of time performing to people who agree with me and bathing in a sort of glow of leftist consensus. And that is a lot of fun. Uh, but if you're uh, going to be prepared to say things to people who agree with you, you've got to be prepared to say things who don't agree with you. And uh, you've got to allow them to have their reaction. And I don't begrudge people the right to boo. I'd rather they didn't throw things, but I don't begrudge them the right to boo. Uh, as for the Morgans of this world, they can. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Mitch. <laughs> Do you um, use that same line about Owen Morgan, England World Cup winning one day cricket captain? I mean, these sort of safe space right wing snowflakes putting the uh, intolerance into gluten intolerance. <laughs> Yeah, it was Seems very like interesting. like an overblown reaction. It was very interesting. I think everything about it was an overblown reaction because it was... The over, the reaction in the room was, I think, a little overblown. But certainly the fact that it made global news <laughs> and that my mother found out because my cousin in Singapore texted her at 6am. <laughs> uh, you know, it certainly that was... It does speak to a number of different problems in the way that we conduct our discourse um, and the fact that everything, even if it's just a difficult Christmas gig for a comedian has to be viewed through the prism of a culture war and anything is available for politicisation regardless of how stupid, irrelevant or ultimately pointless the story is. Yep. But the main thing I've learned is that if co- comedy audiences at charity gigs are right wing, they're shit out of luck because they can only get left wing comedians to perform for free <laughs> and until they start putting more money on the table, they're not going to get right-wing audiences to perform for them so for now they can just shut the f*** up and take what they're f***ing given well I mean Mish on the other hand they didn't come to see you make jokes about politics they came to this cricketing disabled people charity to see you make jokes about cricket and presumably also jokes about disabled people well they didn't come to see me make jokes about politics they did come to see uh, the host make jokes about politics uh, when he made a string of disparaging remarks about Jeremy Corbyn at the start of the dinner (laughs) and they came to see Harry Redknapp uh, who is a football manager and when asked who the next Arsenal manager was going to be he said oh probably some foreign bloke who can't speak a word of English (laughs) so it's clear that they came to see some politics (laughs) Well, I mean, I had a perfectly lovely time when I did it. I found them entirely <laughs> charming. And as you said, it's an absolutely wonderful charity. But, uh, I mean, the press reaction was, as always, with any story about anything uh, somewhat extreme. Um, well, as you said, the independent said you were pelted. I was <laughs> pelted? I mean, I don't know. I might have to get my, my sister on to talk about this. Can you pelt? Can one throwing of a single soft object constitute a, a pelting? I, do, I, I mean, I didn't think it could until it happened. Right. 
Yeah, it was very weird. Did the, you notice the bread roll coming, and what were your thoughts in that moment? Bear in mind, the bread roll was travelling at such velocity that I didn't know it had happened until about a minute after it happened. All <laughs> oh, right. As in what, it was too slow or too slow? <laughs> too fast. I have no idea. Right. It's, Just, all, it's impossible Are you to sure say. that it was thrown and not teleported onto the stage as a it, sustaining snack? It's possible that it was absolutely hosed at me at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> but to be completely honest, the only time I realised it had happened was when I looked over and saw the comedian Andy Parsons angrily remonstrate with the bread thrower. <laughs> um, uh, the Daily Telegraph, um, as always, pouring their uh, petrol onto the uh, troubled waters and uh, setting it on fire. Um, <laughs> well, so th- there was an article saying that you opened... You're set with a passionate anti-Brexit. <laughs> True or false? Sadly, false. Oh, right. <laughs> and this uh, is, I mean, classic from the Daily Telegraph. Since the referendum, comedians have fallen prey to a particularly violent strain of Brexit derangement syndrome. <laughs> which, coming from the Daily Telegraph, that is like Michelangelo telling you to paint fewer ceilings <laughs> less ostentatiously. <laughs> Um, but of course, I mean, it's, it is, of course, uh, no uh, no laughing matter at all uh, that oh, um, no. some of the oh, audience no. thought you were uh, a total creep. No. Uh, a uh, and told me this. This is a this. I mean, I didn't think a pun run could be any more pungent. But right. when you're on the receiving end of it, yeah. this is a double whammy. Well, to be fair, you didn't roll over. Um, and uh, this is the, worse than the death threat. The, the, the offending objects <laughs> apparently came came from tw- twenty rows back. I've heard it came from row T. Um, oh. All right, I'll allow that one because it at least acknowledges some of my cultural history. <laughs> uh, other people thought you were total cark, which apparently is a type of bread. <laughs> and told you so. With, I love it when you don't have confidence in them. <laughs> I told you so with quite bad language, with uh, crude tongs, crude tongs, crude tongs, crude tongs. Um, some gave. A cheer, uh, sorry. Some gave a cheer, but a number of them booed. Uh, fair, fair, fair call. Um, uh, others said that, it, that you misinterpreted that it wasn't a, a hostile uh, thing at a cricket function. They were throwing at you uh, for catching. <laughs> anyway, uh, Andy, to be fair, this is begetting to be too much. Uh, to, to, Jesus down. Christ, coming from both angles now. <laughs> Some. Like, put me back on the stage at the Taverners. Um, I would rather yeah. be on stage than have to deal with this shit. To, to be fair, you, you confronted it. You didn't kick the can down the road. That's a, a term for Jewish bread. That's the one thing I remember. Uh, you, uh, now I've you seen, finally choose to engage with your upbringing. I've, I've seen uh, I've, I've seen the footage. You gave you gave a wry smile, and uh, you, you didn't let it just peter out. Um, and you gave you gave them a, a pizza. Your mind. Um, but then obviously the throwing continued uh, someone apparently uh, I've heard threw a, p- a piece of uh, a piece of cheese <laughs> and you said uh, it comes a piece of brie oh shit <laughs> anyway um, but uh, no. anyway uh, eventually you had to bow to the inevitable um, <laughs> okay and that one was quite good uh, thank you I mean it was the decision to talk about Brexit that spelt trouble um, no. uh, particularly in that audience I mean it's a very male dominated there are women there but it's more of a chat party uh-huh. um, 
it's a, it's a big lunch, a lavash do. Uh, and uh, I mean, quite a formal occasion, isn't it? And I think maybe the problem began when you uh, you, you said at the uh, before dinner, uh, à la reine, au duc d'Edinburgh, et à tout votre santé. Uh, they didn't go for the French toast. <laughs> uh, I'm going to save someone who emailed me this week the trouble so, and set myself on fire. Yeah, it's, a, it's a different culture, of course. Um, but uh, anyway, had a chola good laugh about it. And, uh, <laughs> hey, you remembered I, another one. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, something, something similar actually happened to uh, Eisenhower, the American president, at a at a dinner, and he um, he didn't have any cl- clever ways out of it. He, uh, he he wasn't the slyest Dwight, slyest Dwight, slyest Dwight. Okay, let's move on. Uh, but and, and, you can't say that to yourself. Uh, I can. Uh, let's. <laughs> That's, I mean, uh, you know, there was a muffin, there was a muffin that could be done. Um, <laughs> some of them were thinking, they're thinking, Pah, rather uh, listen to Andy Zaltzman. He was really excellent <laughs> five years ago. Um, it's not true to say that none of them enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> table ten uh, didn't mind, but table eleven did. <laughs> oh Christ! I Sorry. was going to say you, oh, you haven't elevened well, one pun unturned, oh, but oh. anyway, you got but I mean, it, you know, in the context, it, you know, all this uh, all this publicity, your career's going well. You've been on the crust of a wave, <laughs> and uh, you know they've uh, they had a. Um, uh, <laughs> We just had to be interrupted there as Andy laughed at his own bullshit. <laughs> Editing out some things that maybe don't deserve public consumption. Um, but you know, in many ways, you know, it's always a risk putting a, a comedian for a, for a, for an event such as this. So you should maybe have gone with a, you know, a musical act, maybe an Elvis Presley impersonator. <laughs> um, but um, no. anyway, and you did very well not to react too much because uh, violence baguettes violence, and uh, no point dwelling on it. It's gone. Um, and next year, apparently, they're going to get a female comic from San Francisco. They're going to get a bagel. Bagel. <laughs> so I, I, I would have judged you if you had gone through this entire thing without getting bagel in. I right. would have gone Good. Maria Bunford. But Maria, <laughs> Bun- Maria Bunford's nice. <laughs> I've got well, someone who's lucky weren't doing the Bunburys. That's another cricket charity. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's action in the bun. Thanks for listening, Buglers, uh, and thanks for listening to Top Stories. Uh, you can also hear me on the latest Bugle, episode 4287. Uh, it was me uh, and Nato Green joining Andy Zaltzman, uh, which meant it was two of the most lapsed Jews in human history talking to one of its most lapsed Hindus. It's a great episode. Uh, listen to it on the main Bugle feed. And download my stand-up show at nishkumar.co.uk. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.